All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. <laughs> the real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. I'm Brittany. And I'm Germany. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. You heard me right. 
It's homegirl vibes here. Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Hey, girlies. It's a new week. It is. How's it going? It's going well. New week, new tea. Where we kiki with you when you kiki with we. Hey, so how was your weekend? My weekend was um eventful. We shot our new merch that we've been ranting and raving about, so it's coming down the pipeline. Um, And then Sunday, worked, and then chilled for the rest of the day. Work and rest. Yeah, how was your weekend? Identical. Period. It was literally identical. I had a great time with the girls on Saturday. Um, Just hanging out, enjoying one another, shooting the merch. I love a dual-purpose day. Yeah, Sunday, well, Saturday kind of felt like a girl's day. Right. Because we were doing Girls' Day things as right. a part of the photo shoot. So the brunch was amazing. Yeah. Coffee and fun. It was good. And then yeah. Sunday definitely chilled. Um, y'all didn't see us at the link up. <laughs> y'all didn't see us at the link up. <laughs> if you go to the link up, you didn't see us there. No, y'all didn't see us. Y'all didn't see us. So you didn't. Y'all didn't see us. But I didn't see month. that one boy. I seen him too. Oh my lord! What is his name? No words. No he, words. He is on a tour because I seen him at Black just stop Market it. Fleet. Just stop it. Somebody might know him. <laughs> just saying, he was having the time of his fucking life. Oh God! But yes, here we are. Here we are with you all. So, um, just just dive right in. Weekend was short, sweet. We um, appreciate all of you who are, le- who are leaving ratings and reviews for the podcast. Please continue to do that. They help the show. If you're a Spotify listener, let's run it up over there, too, because they matter. Yeah. But today I'm going to highlight an Apple podcast mommy, um, Isis Monet. Now, she has blew all of you all out of the water. She has not only left a review, but she created a TikTok review as well. And she knows we're TikTok girls. So, Isis, this one's for you. She says, my girls, hi, loves, just want to say thank you. Thank you for dedicating your time to being your authentic self and pouring such enriching quality content each week. As a young 23-year-old black therapist, wow, girl. It's so I refreshing. know when I seen that, I said, okay, do it. The young girls are really getting The it. young girls do not play, okay? As a young 23-year-old black therapist, it's so refreshing to be filled with such positivity each episode y'all deliver. I tell everyone about how much I love this podcast, and I also made a review video on my TikTok and tagged y'all. It's Isis.Monet if you want to go look at that. Thank you again for your love, consistency, and dedication. I truly appreciate y'all. We should put it in the story. And that I will do next. Until you g- girls tap in. The girls are getting shout outs on TikTok. On Instagram. Yeah. Oh, that we are. We getting, are. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. put it on Instagram. Yeah, step your cookies up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for your kind words. We really appreciate it. Reviews like that are the wind beneath our wings. Mm-hmm. It keeps us afloat and keeps us going. It does. Um, you know what else keeps us afloat? Coins in our pocket Literally. via Patreon. Literally. Um, Patreon is our exclusive membership community. We're doing things over there. If you love this over here, you're going to love that over there. There's tons of bonus content, extra goodies. Brittany, would you mind shouting out our patron? Yes, we have a patron. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Jerrica. Hey, Jerrica. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Jerrica. Thanks, yeah. girl. It's good to know you. It begins and ends there. It, and that's it. Yes. Uh, and sometimes it bees like that. It does. So last week, we chatted about conducting a life audit. Mm-hmm. This is a very transparent, vulnerable 
episode just talking about the areas where we could use some improvement and auditing our lives in help in hopes of getting closer to our goals and the things that we truly desire. So um, hopefully y'all enjoyed that episode. And this week, this week we are wrapping up our mental health awareness series, putting a stamp on it. Is it a stamp? It's a stamp. Sign sealed, delivered. I'm yours. Right. Shutting it down. Mm-hmm. And um, we are speaking with a mental health advocate guest i am going to stop right here because we talk all about it over there so buckle up enjoy the ride it was a great conversation i'm sure you all will enjoy it okay everyone so wrapping up our mental health awareness series we have had such amazing and beautiful full conversations and we thought that we would end it on an even more beautiful note with an amazing guest so today we have with us Yasmin Jamela, she's an entrepreneur, a journalist, and wellness advocate who creates healing spaces for the Black community through her organization, Transparent in Black. Yasmin has focused her journalism career on mental health awareness, the Black maternal mortality crisis, and body positivity. Through Transparent in Black, Yasmin hosts wellness events that prioritize breaking down the shame and guilt that's associated with the discussion of mental health within Black culture. We stand an advocate. <laughs> we really do. Yasmin, welcome to the show. We're so happy to have you today. Thank y'all so much for having me. Yes, thanks for being here. So Brittany gave um, a very robust, um, formal introduction as to who you are, but can you let our homegirls know just a little bit about yourself and how you got here, your journey? What got me here is going to therapy. I started In undergrad, I was experiencing a lot of depression and a lot of my friends were having the time of their lives in undergrad, partying, you know, and super turned up. And my college experience was not like that at all. And starting therapy changed the course of my life. And it really allowed for me to take my power back from a lot of things that I was experiencing at the time. And starting therapy liberated me. And I decided right before I graduated, that I didn't want to be an attorney anymore because at the time I was studying to be a lawyer and that I actually wanted to write. And so literally the semester before I graduated, I was like, I want to be a writer. And thankfully I had a family that supported it. My mom was like, you know, whatever you want to do will make you happy, but you're going back to school. And so I went back and, you know, got my master's and became a journalist. And on the way to do that, I founded my first wellness brand, which is Transparent Black Girl, a space for Black women to heal and own power and ease into wellness. And then a few years later, Transparent Black was born. We love that. First of all, we stand a, a supportive, mama. A supportive <laughs> yes, mother. Right? That That is so important, like just yeah. in all areas, but especially in an area like, okay, college. We get told so much that you need to go to school, pick a major that'll make you a lot of money, finish your degree. Yes. And go on and make some coins. And then it's like, well, I I don't really like any of these majors, mom. I need your support. So thankfully you had a mother that was supportive of that. Um, So in your writing as a blogger, you have been so transparent. Like you started off being transparent. And I know that with this podcast, that's something that We've talked about so much, like the transparency and how intimidating it can be, because once you put it out there, it's like you can't take it back. Whoever saw it, saw it. Whatever they think of you, they think of you. So how did you feel like being transparent, sharing about your depression and the things that you were going through in your mental health journey? How was that for you? 
There were days where I was super self-conscious about it, but I also went through so much of an empowering moment where I realized there was something so important about taking that back. I grew up being like the girl that wished I was transparent, like wished I wasn't so transparent. You know, I always wanted to be like those girls that were like super mysterious, right? And like, you didn't know much about them, but that's just not my personality. I am an open book and not even just in terms of like my life, but like you can see it in my face if I'm in a good mood, if I'm in a bad mood, like it's just, it's just who I am. And so I really used to be ashamed of that and wish that I had a little bit more mystery to me. And the older I got and in that particular point in college, I decided like, you know what, I'm going to own it. And um, it was difficult at first, you know, because again, like everybody was open to it. So like I was posting it on Facebook, on Instagram, whatever. And it was awesome because I cultivated a community with it. Right. But, you know, we talk about like uh, about about black folks and like our community, like everybody in my family wasn't like really here for it. They were like, you know, do you really need to share this much? Do you need to really do this much? And, you know, now they're like, thank you, you know, like six years later and, and seeing that I've been able to build, you know, an entire you know, entire wellness brand in a community of, you know, over, over a thousand people, you know, over, over a hundred thousand people who are, you know, open to transparency and understanding that that is a part of, you know, your wellness journey. So it was, it was hard at first. And, you know, with the blog, I shared so much of what I was dealing with at the time. I was going through a relationship trauma, family trauma, um, experiences of just healing from, you know, just so much stuff that happened in college. My father was in prison for many years when I was in school. So it was a lot. It was a lot on me. And I think that we often feel like there is a certain type of person that goes through those things. And many people didn't feel like I, I fit that part because I grew up in the suburbs, because I, you know, went to college and all the things that like those type of things don't happen to a, a person like me, but they did. And owning it, you know, really gave me strength. And I've been able to you know, build such a beautiful life out of, you know, something that was really painful. Okay. Come on. Flex the, um, quantitative data. She said a hundred thousand. I'm like, yes, honey. Get it I, right. love, I love it. I'm like, we actually have this many thousand downloads. Um, I'm here for it. You know, I really admire just that your ability to be transparent. Brittany mentioned it earlier, but that's such a struggle for us. And I think earlier, I feel like in the beginning when you have, when you're starting a thing, right. For us is our podcast for you. It was your blog. It feels easier to just show up and be like, girl, we just going to talk about whatever. Ain't nobody listening to this. There's five people downloaded a child. So <laughs> let it rip. And then the more you start to see success, right, success or engagement around your thing and the community grows, I feel like I, I start to withdraw a little bit. I start to go in and I'm like, hold on. <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing that. So my, my question for you is, how have you maintained your transparency and the, being the transparent Black girl, even as your community has grown, as it's gone into the hundreds of thousands of people who are now like, eyes are on you, girl. What's tea? Yeah. So, you know, I think between the platform growing and also just me growing as a person and then even just as a woman in terms of age, because when I started, I was in my early 20s. Now I'm knocking on 30. You know, it's like sometimes like I want to give Beyonce and like not share nothing, you know, like and but I'm also like, but this is what you've built. Right. And this is what's important to you. And uh, especially in quarantine, because I actually went through some depression in quarantine. Um, and from the outside, it was like I was doing all these things, getting all these opportunities. So people would think like, oh, my God, like you're doing amazing. But I was not. I was struggling. And it was hard to 
like decide what I was going to share, what I, you know, what I didn't want to share, wanting to, you know, like worry about like, okay, well, like what are brands that I'm working with going to think about like me sharing this much or, you know, whatever the case may be. I mean, even in dating right now, like people being able to go to your profile and see everything you got going on in your life. Like, no, you know, so, so there was, though there is a lot of that, like wondering what that balance is. And it's an everyday journey for me. Sometimes I still want to share a lot. And sometimes I'm like, the most transparent thing I can do is say, I'm not in a place where I want to share right now. And transparency doesn't mean spilling all your tea. It just means being honest about who you are. And I think everyone has their own levels of, of, of what it is to be transparent. And you don't have to, you know, be like the girl that's in a real getting dressed for the day with you. Like that, like that doesn't have to be your level of transparency. Maybe your level of transparency is like, I'm not in the best place right now. And that's okay. I love that personalizing the transparency because people can't think that one way of transparency is a way to be like, okay, she told us about her breakup. Then she showed us when she got a new boo and now we see her happy and thriving. And so maybe if I do that same thing, or maybe I should follow that formula. And it's like, that's not who you are. Like you mentioned before, you are just naturally very open and transparent. That's your personality. So it's not like you're trying to be something that you aren't. That's just who you are. And then when you feel like you need to pull back some, you do so. So I appreciate that. Um, but you mentioned the pandemic and, and, you know, feeling how you felt during that time. And I'm glad that you brought that up because the pandemic knocked us all off of our feet. Yeah. Okay. In one way or another, we were shook. It gave jump. <laughs> it gave jump. <laughs> we were shook. We were caught off guard. We weren't expecting it. And when you're in one space, like thriving, you know, things are going as they, as you expect them to go and you're not expecting for what the pandemic brought to happen, that can really be jarring. So what has changed for you in your mental health since the pandemic? Like did your wellness routine switch up? You said you were dealing with some depression then. Like what changed? Because I know that life changed for a lot of us due to this. Yeah, absolutely. So what has changed in my wellness routine is that I have gone out of my way to take care of myself. And before, I think when I was, you know, in therapy and working out and just doing the regular things that I would do in my day, you know, that I would, I would do them. But now I adamantly, before I wake up, before I look at my phone, before I do anything else, I take care of me, I meditate, I read my scripture. Like I'm not rushing through my day as I was doing before. And um, I'm just also just going out of my way again, like just to make sure that I'm okay. I'm more adamant about like mental health days uh, because, you know, prior to the pandemic, I was in grad school in the city every day. So there really wasn't that much time to like take a mental health day because I had a lot of stuff to do. So um, just being more adamant again, just like with that self-checking to make sure I'm okay and um, making sure that I communicate to the people around me that just because I am the mental health wellness girl, like within their family, within their ethos, within their life, that like, I don't always have it together and I need just as much support, you know, for my mental health um, as anyone else. So, so that, that's been important to me. Girl, I love a mental health day. I'll call out on my job in a minute. She's actually not feeling well <laughs> same, today. Same, same. It's giving mental health day. Yes, I need, it's giving I mental need them. Health day. So, so yes. as you become more and more busy, right, and there's more and more of a demand on you to be this uh, entrepreneur, the wellness advocate, what does work-life balance and or balancing self-care and work ethic look like for you? Balancing self-care and working mental health for me, it looks like 
prioritizing myself, just again, like going out of my way to prioritize myself and not just self-care, but like radical self-care. I think that we all like, you know, when the self-care trend started, right? It was just like self-care Saturday, self-care Sunday thing, right? And cool. Like it's 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 a it's a good thing to be intentional in that way. Um, but then where where does radical self-care fall in? Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish... The possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Hey, bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me... It's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like the narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world-shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must-listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. 
Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, mm. And let's not forget, black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom question you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she's overcame. This book becomes a legacy and something you and your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm so excited about mylifeinabook.com because I'm planning on gifting my mom with this. She's always loved reflecting on memories and sharing her stories, and I know this will be the perfect gift to capture those moments for her. The thoughts of her flipping through the pages and reliving those cherished memories brings a smile to my face already. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code BRAVADO at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code Bravado for 10% off today. Where does like, you know what, this particular thing that happened in my day, it kind of threw me off and I, and I need to like pivot for if, even if I don't have the whole afternoon, maybe I have 30 or 40 minutes to go and meditate. And that's something that I started doing in the pandemic I started to make sure that like, even if I was home working from home, as a lot of us are now, that, you know, I would make sure that I was done with work by the time uh, before the sun went down so I could go upstairs on the roof and meditate and like feel my face in the sun or, you know, like working out outside more, which is something I've been trying to do um, now now that allergy season is, you know, slowly going away, you know, uh, being outside more um, and just exposing myself to you know, just different things, being around my friends more, you know, when I can, you know, especially now that it's getting, you know, a little safer um, because again, like isolation is not always good for us mentally, especially when you think about community and how so many of us are raised, we're raised around community and in community. And so to no longer have that, you know, it's, it's difficult. So I've been trying to do um, a combination of those things. 
I love that. You really have to be intentional. Um, I recently switched my work schedule because I felt like I didn't have that much balance in my life. I just feel like I'm at work from this time to this time. When I get home, child, it's dark. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm rushing. <laughs> so I feel it. And um, the radical self-care piece is so important because we do think of self-care like, girl, you know, I'm going to get a massage. I'm going to get a little facial. And it don't be that. It, it, it really don't. It's not that. It has to give more. Yeah. Like, for example, yesterday, Germany and I, we had to um, come to the studio early in the morning to record and we were planning on going to a day party afterwards which can be self-care right we're going to dance have a couple of cocktails and then go home but we were talking um before we went and Germany was like um do you really feel like going today and I'm like you know I'm I'm not really that moved and we decided we're not gonna go and then that was self-care honoring ourselves not feeling like okay we definitely got to go to the function we're gonna miss something we said we were gonna go self-care looks like whatever you need to do to take care of yourself in that moment, it's not always the cookie cutter way. It's yeah. whatever it looks like for you. So yes, definitely is. here for the radical self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So a part of your work is creating spaces for healing and wellness for marginalized communities, right? Marginalized groups. So what does an ideal healing space for the black community look like for you? Like what would it entail? Cause I know what it looks like for me. So I want to know what it looks like for you. Yeah, absolutely. So the ideal healing space that I think the black community needs hasn't been created yet. And that's what transparent and black is looking to build. So when I think about what a healing space looks like for us, I think about the ways that we have been traumatized and the different things that we have been barred access to. So Transparent and Black is currently raising funds to open the first Black-owned wellness studio with trauma-informed swim classes, access to doulas, and therapists. And so for me, when I started to look at what are the ways that Black people have been systemically left out of wellness and just out of just certain things that for so many other people and other races are a basic need, right? And so that is, you know, doulas and midwives, you know, that we don't even have to go into all the statistics of, you know, the Black maternal mortality rates and how Black women are three, four times more likely to die in childbirth than so many other women. And then even what happens when we go home, you know, with all the formula shortages and everything going on right now, that's a whole other you know, a whole other thing. Um, And then also therapists, you know, with the big mental health awareness month, you know, that's for so long, we looked at therapy as something that made us weak because we weren't allowed to to be vulnerable. And, um, and then swimming, swimming is a basic life skill, but so many statistics show that, um, that, that in, in children and, and the rates that children die and what is something most common that children die from is swimming and black children are on the top of that list. And so, I asked myself and just asked my team as we were building, what does it look like to create a real intentional healing space for us? And that's what we're looking to build. So right now, uh, the healing space that I, that I want to see for our community where we can grow and have really intentional conversations and have therapists that help us and have you know, um, group therapy sessions on different different types of experiences that only impact people like us, you know, um, it's not there yet. And that's what we're working to do. And that's why we need you. Yeah. That is why you, we need you. As soon as you said swimming, child, I say yes, because I am a black who cannot swim. I raised my hand too. Inside. I am too. I said, one that was very swim. intentional because we do need to heal that swimming. Yeah. Um, that swimming <laughs> That swimming wound, child. It's, ooh, it's fragile. It's, I'm, I'd be in raw. the boat wanting to have a little Sunday fun day. And I'm like, you know, the boats look cool. I want to dive in, but I'm just going to be cute. Life on. jacket on. You don't know yeah. how many times I've been out. 
that boat gets a rock. And I said, y'all can sit in here with no vest, but me, as for me and my body, I will be in a vest. Because if this goes down, I'm going to be floating. Yes. Okay. It's not and giving I, Titanic. I am the black girl that is like, hey, y'all, record me. I'm jumping in. I don't need a vest. I don't need a nothing. And my friends are like, okay, girl. You do you. Girl, I will boomerang you all day. I will be like, go. <laughs> it's now. Go, go, go. No, I love that. I love that. Yes. Um, also, seeing you held the guided, lit, led a guided meditation at Coachella. Amazing. Congratulations. Yes. We love you. Coachella. We are Coachella girls being here in LA. We go every year. So that is beautiful. Um, but you, we've been touching on therapy. And you also mentioned therapy as being one of those spaces for you know the community in the past. You um, mentioned or in the uh, previously said that you had some difficulty talking about therapy with your homegirls and just like, you know, tapping into that. What is your conversations with your friends now around therapy or your mental health? What does that look like for you? I am now the resonant person for everyone in my life. Peace pretty much to find a therapist. And I've been that for a while. Um, and something is now that I take with pride, you know, because again, I've been in therapy almost six years at this point. So to, you know, for half a decade, have done this work and have people that look to me for resources, you know, it's an honor. And I am now the person that they come to to talk to about therapy. In the beginning, it wasn't like that. You know, I was like the girl that was like, oh yeah, you know, yes, is in therapy. Like it was, it was not a thing that, uh, you know, people understood, but now they're like, wow, like you're, you're in such a different place. And not that your life is perfect when you start therapy, right? But, you know, being intentional about that work has, you know, really allowed for me to have a different perspective, to develop a deep sense of self-awareness and to really assess, you know, um, a lot of things that I thought I was going to therapy for really were not the things that I was going to therapy for. They were just the tip of the iceberg of wounds and, and issues that were had been there, you know, since childhood. Yeah, I, I definitely feel you on that. And I feel like I'm so thankful that therapy, the talk around therapy is becoming more normalized. Like I have a therapist. My mom has a therapist. Even when my um, 16-year-old sister was having some issues, my mom scheduled her a therapy appointment. And I'm like, yes, queen, go before. Yeah. And let's get these youth healed because there are so raise many. raise them up. Yeah, there's so many kids that can benefit from having a therapist. And just think about like years back when parents would be like, you don't have nothing to cry about. Everything you need you is provided for. You have a roof over your head. You have clothes on your back. What is your problem? Fix your face or I'll give you something to cry right. about. Yeah, I hate that And one. it's like, um, actually, no, I need some healing. <laughs> You're making it worse. So <laughs> you brought more trauma. <laughs> yes. You know, uh, it's really great to have people who are open and honest about their their journey with therapy, because once it seems scary and daunting initially. But once you see somebody be on get on the other side of it, then it's like, oh, it's it's doable. I can totally do it. So, you know, you're being that in the community. You're being that in your family. Yes. Your mother. Pillars. Yes. Pillars is giving pillars. Yes. Cornerstones. And that's what we're here for. So. Yes. Um, so, Yasmin, what are some of like your favorite mental health resources, your go to's when you feel like, OK, these are my things. These are the tools in, in my, my toolkit. Tool Yes. So the, the things in my toolkit that I use for mental health, um, well, first I'll say that there are a lot of resources that people can use. I know often, you know, people journal if they're feeling, you know, overwhelmed or, you know, like practice affirmations, put them on their wall, you know, different things like that. Um, those personally are not the things that I like to do. Um, I like to write things down though. I am very much so a iNotes girl. So I write a lot of things down in my iNotes and I go back and look at them. Um, I'm working on writing things at times on the wall if I need them, but um, but but uh, 
a clean aesthetic honestly helps me mentally. <laughs> so I am not a person that likes a whole bunch of stuff around my house. Uh, but I do also often walk thoughts back. Uh, that is something that uh, one of my best friends who's a therapist and who was also one of the resident therapists for Transparent and Black, her name is Stacey Caesar. Uh, hi, Stace, if you see this. And uh, one of the things that she uh, talks to me about and often people in our community when we do lives talking about mental health is walking thoughts back and asking ourselves like, okay, well, let's, let's walk this back and decide like where this where this thought is coming from, who it belongs to. Is this something that someone told you? Is this an experience that you feel like has defined you? Or is it something that you feel about yourself? And so often when I'm having a thought that's negative or, or a thought that just feels foreign to you know the core of who I really am, I take time and walk those thoughts back with myself and have conversations. And that is something that has truly helped me because oftentimes we can be in our head about things, right? And we can you know, have these, you know, there could be one incident that you have where someone says something about you and then you walk away and years later, you feel like it's a part of your identity when it really isn't. It's just like this, you've had this one encounter with someone and then later on, you feel like it's a part of who you are and when those thoughts don't even belong to you. So I'm really adamant about walking those thoughts back and then reminding myself, like every thought that comes to my head, I don't have to take it with me. I don't have to take every painful moment with me. And then I can just put some things down. Like I don't have to carry those things with me all the time. And a lot of times affirmations don't just don't help with that particular thing, you know, but it's just me reminding myself, like the moment a thought comes in my head, you don't have to play this back. You don't have to, you know, find yourself stuck there again. You can really release that. I think that's some great advice. I'm going to be walking a few thoughts back. Yeah, I love that one. I said, let me add that one to my toolkit. Yeah, that, that one we're, we're actually going to add. Yeah. Okay, Yasmin. So we have a few additional questions for you. We saw that you are a part of McDonald's Future 22 program, which is amazing. Congratulations on that. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. What does that mean to you to be a part of that, to be recognized as a part of that? It means so much. First, um, McDonald's has been a big part of my life uh, since I was a kid. You know, of course, like I know all of us, especially in the black community, you know, we would hear like, do you have McDonald's money and stuff like that? Whenever you would ask to go to McDonald's. Right. Uh, but I was actually in McDonald's Gospel Fest as a kid. Um, so to be a part of that and to now, you know, be a part of McDonald's Future 22, it means so much. McDonald's has done a lot of, you know, work in the black community, even going back to like 365 Black and all the different work that they've done. So it means a lot to be a part of that. And it um, just shows me again how much, you know, um, it it shows that through hard work, you know, you can, people will be able to notice your work, people that you never thought would. So I'm super excited about it. Yes. Okay. So game changer, a verb. <laughs> it's giving a verb to do. What does it mean to you to be called a game changer? Yeah, being a game changer, it means that you are, you know, taking up a mantle for whatever it is that's important to you and, you know, getting to work about that, you know, what it means to like change the game for something, right? And I truly believe that the work Transparent and Black is doing is really changing the game of wellness. So I'm super excited to be included in this, um, you know, this campaign and not even just myself. There's so many other amazing Black people that are a part of this campaign and I'm just honored to, you know, be one of them. You're right about that. You're in great company and really looking forward to what you all do. Um, so how do you actually hope to inspire change as a part of Future 22? I hope to inspire change as a part of Future 22 um, by showing people that it's okay to you know, advocate for mental health and um, ultimately just heal from trauma, like making that something that's cool, you know, like just like it's cool to you know, to hang out with your friends. It is cool to heal from trauma and go to therapy. 
and, you know, explore self-worth. And, you know, while life is not about, you know, just focusing on trauma, right? Uh, it's also, you know, important to make sure that we add taking care of your mental health as a part of like, you know, just what you do in the morning, like drinking water, taking vitamins, going for a walk, exercising, like including your mental health and wellness regimen as a part of something that, you know, you do on the regular. So um, super, you know, super honored again that McDonald's, you know, thought of me as someone that, you know, they felt was really passionate about doing this work. So um, Yasmin, can you let our listeners know where we can learn more about Future 22? Yes, absolutely. So you can learn more about Future 22 at on Instagram at We Are Golden, and you can also go on YouTube and um and look at Future Twenty Two as well. Uh, the entire campaign is narrated by Kiki Palmer, so um, I'm also excited about that too. It was so cool to uh, to watch it in totality and to see it. Uh, my first thought when I was watching was like, not Kiki Palmer saying my name, you know, like it was such a cool thing, you know. So um, that's where you can learn more about um uh, the entire campaign and all the amazing people that are part of it. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that information you um with us, Yasmin. If you all are interested, you know where to go. Yasmin, you um are doing such amazing work. We're so grateful that you are here and that you exist. Let our girls and our community know what it is that you have going on and where to find you on the interwebs. Yeah, absolutely. So they can find me at uh, Instagram at Yasmin Jamila uh, across all social media platforms. And they can, uh, from there in my bio, you'll find Transparent and Black, which is our collective and our uh, collective for Black women, Transparent and Black Girl, which is our brand for us and our wellness brand for Black men, Transparent Black Guy. There you go. All the, All the resources. Transparent Black Girl is definitely in my toolkit as well. I frequent your page. I love the aesthetic. I love Aesthetics the message. Oh, I love you. everything there. So get over there. You guys will love the work that Yasmin is doing. Yasmin, we thank you so much for joining with us today and sharing your story. And again, like Germany said, we appreciate the work that you're doing for the community. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, girl. Thank <laughs> you.